0: Sean Dizzle.
1: <laughs> Mikey Hizzle. Stop laughing. I can't. I laughing? can't even help it right now. You know what I
0: mean? Oh, you need to stop it. Shit ain't funny.
1: Oh, shit is funny.
0: the last time you took a power shit
1: like i gotta get in and get her done
0: yeah like emergency power shit just like as soon as you i mean today down, at the coffee
1: shop i was like yo i gotta get in there squeak it out and get back you know what i mean really but it wasn't an emergency it's not like oh my god i'm gonna shit myself
0: i mean what are you it talking wasn't about because of it wasn't because of bad burritos
1: no no i mean not recently that's definitely happened what are you talking mm. about? I mean, did you have to do this because of a burrito?
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, the other day I went to a barbecue with, uh, at my cousin's house, and I had already ate five hot Rinaldi sausages before I went over to his house to eat. Sounds a little gay. Well, needless to say, uh, by the time I got home, it was a bit of an emergency.
1: All right. Happy recording day.
0: Happy recording day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just
1: lost all 47 listeners.
0: That's okay. You know, I was listening to a uh a podcast last week. <laughs> My wife is standing behind me.
1: She just she needs to grab a mic, dude. Just plug it in and get her she on. She doesn't
0: want to she she doesn't want to just go get some food
1: Oh she's getting closer
0: So she's about to just sit here She
1: getting that mic she she's, needs a No she's not getting dude.
0: a mic She's she's being like Mary and Martha Sitting at the feet of Jesus
1: Wait a second You're calling yourself Jesus? No As we all know Jesus was white <laughs> Negative With Long hair Negative, and he he had this glow about him all the time. Yeah, this this glow. He walked with his hands down and out. Was it like a bronze glow? He probably floated. Actually, he probably just hovered. People were like, "Whoa, dude, it's Jesus!" Except they <laughs> yeah, said that it that in the- like Hebrew, <laughs> but still hippie.
0: <laughs> it was a bunch of bras. It was a bunch of br- <laughs> Bras, like, oh, Jesus, he's so cool.
1: Yeah, like how he doesn't even walk, dude. He just floats. It's magnificent, dude. Also, his fucking oh. weed is dope as shit. <laughs> is that what they said? <laughs> <laughs> Probably if they're seeing a white Jesus floating towards them. Uh, they must have been high, you No know, right? white Jesus. No damn white Jesus. Floating around.
0: No, but, you know, I was listening to a podcast and a guy... He, he dropped down something deep, man. I thought it was great. He was like, you know, no matter how prideful you might be and, you know, feeling yourself, there is nothing more human that level sets all of us than taking a shit. Doesn't matter if you're King Tut or the Queen of England. Like, there is nothing more human and natural than you, at the end of a day or at the beginning of a day, taking some silence and just honing into yourself. Like you don't want to look, nobody looks in the mirror when they take a shit.
1: You don't? (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually Snapchatting. (laughs) Yo, Uh, seriously though, I used to like think about this, you know, every once in a while, but like, cause so Jesus has this thing of where like, you know, he's the son of God and he's man, but he's holy. So he's like God in person. So it's like he's untouchable. But like, think about it. If he's human, so if you believe the Bible, because it says he was fully man, that means bro had to take a dump. So I'm like, you know, I like, I like farting. I like burping. You know, I used to be the kid who would like, Text other people, they're like massive turd, and like, dude, you gotta see this, you'll never believe it. That's so gross. It's literally, a bull curler,
0: you know. You know what? People that take Secret a picture times. of their shit and send it, it's just gross. You've
1: never done that. No, I've never done God that. God will judge you for lying. Anyway, my point is like, it's so gross. When Jesus took a dump, was it like You know, how was it? I mean, I don't know. Was he like, yo, Paul, dude, seriously? You gotta come look at this. Because he was a man. You know what I'm saying? He was a human. He was a guy. Like, what do guys do when they hang out together? And who better than men who are sworn to celibacy unless you're married? And as far as I know, none of them are married. So, like, of course they're all like, You know, bro and out. You know what I mean? Like, Nah, bruh. Let's all stand here in a row and see who can pee the furthest. You know, like, I don't know. (laughs) Why would they do that? Why? Why would they ever do that? Uh, Why wouldn't they do it? We're guys. I guess. I've never done that. I've never done the second one either, but... Alright, cool. Anyway Like did um, did Jesus fart and was like Oh my god Yo Paul come here God told me something real important Just to get him over (laughs) there So he smelled the nasty methane coming out of his
0: butt (laughs) Why why do you keep saying Paul As if Paul and Jesus hung out or something like that I
1: mean Paul must have been hanging out with Jebus He was not one of the twelve He wrote like two thirds of that motherfucking New Testament dude What
0: bible have you been
1: reading I don't know. You've been reading the Quran, bro. Okay, Zacchaeus. Then <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, he was a wee man. You should be enthralled with Zacchaeus. I he mean, was that wee was like, man. that was early day midget status right there.
0: Little people, not midget. Get it right.
1: Get it right. Get it tight.
0: That's our word. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. That's funny. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I love it. You know what's really cool? What? Seven minutes into this mug.
0: And we're talking about poop. Dude, it's episode 60. It is episode 60. Like, did you think? Congratulations, this day would bro. Come? Dude, congratulations. Congrats. Episode 60. Salute. salut, Episode 60, what are you It's drinking, a great accomplishment. It's clear. Clear. It's it's vodka. It's I don't know. Jenna got this fruity grapefruit mix vodka what's it called
1: holy shit she's still there
0: (laughs) yeah she's still sitting here
1: that grapefruit vodka
0: that you got for a gift she she tells everybody she's pregnant and she gets a gift
1: of vodka can she hear me
0: no she can't hear you at least get her some
1: headphones Well, the headphones
0: are right here. She just didn't want to hear you.
1: I mean, why is she just sitting there listening to one side of the convo? Hi, Sean.
0: She says hi. Hey. I still can't figure out what
1: I want to eat. She still can't figure out what she wants to eat, she says. Oh, my God. Just get some pickles, some peanut butter, a little bit of mustard, put it on a bun, microwave it.
0: You're you're making my stomach turn right now, dude. (laughs) That is sick.
1: So, here's a question and you can she can hear me, so you can answer for her and then we won't do this again cuz it's weird. We should just get a mic if she's going to be on here, but personally, I think the whole weird pregnant craving thing is like a myth. What does Jenna a have myth? to say? Um or if not here. a myth, it's at least it's, it's made to be more than a thing than it actually is. You know what I mean?
2: I feel like Michael almost just mansplained Closer. that, by the way.
1: Closer. How did I mansplain it? You almost
2: did. You're about to answer.
0: I, w- I was not about to answer. Mm-hmm. Just answer the question.
2: <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think it's different for all women. Potter think it's different for all women you do the same thing it Brett depends does. when you get
1: close to the mic you whisper but you think you're doing something better <laughs>
2: <laughs> right tis true no i think it's different for all women a women some women crave different things i've really only craved what ice cream that's in sweets
0: and mexican food oh that was
2: like
1: that's for not one disgusting week. and weird you know what i mean?
2: yeah but i think the hormone just because of the elevated hormone level in all women yeah. it does weird things to our bodies and science really hasn't the medical field hasn't really given us anything to say like oh when you crave ice cream or sweets it's a lack in this they haven't really come out with any research oh, on that Like nobody like nobody can figure it out yeah but it's just I think it's just the way our all of our bodies adapt to the elevated hormone levels and growing another human inside of us. It's pretty cool. But I brought home donuts today. So
1: ah, craving of the day, huh?
2: Yep. Yeah. Most of the time it's it's been really um, ice cream and so I've been doing different flavors of the week. So So
1: Umbrella answer, you crave sweets.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. But not like candy or anything. It has to be like Specific ice cream. Ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, huh. uh, it's just interesting. But like,
2: and it's not like I, I shouldn't say it's like oh my god, it's I'm craving. It's it's more of like oh I really want that. Whereas normally I eat pretty healthy, and I That's before pre-pregnancy and I wouldn't eat like we would never keep ice cream in the house. Now we do. So. In but I'm not, like, over here gnawing on walls and carpet and <laughs> weird stuff. Oh, so.
1: okay. Well, that's.
2: <laughs> with with a side of pickles. <laughs> Paint and pickles. That's not me over here. Bring me so. the
1: mustard. It goes good with wood.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I just, you know. Over the years, I've interacted with several Quite a bit of pregnant women, and I've only had one that's like, Oh, yeah, when I was pregnant, I wanted mayo and pickles on wheat bread in the microwave for 30 seconds, and that's what (laughs) I wanted. Like, 30 seconds, you know, but everyone else is like, Yeah, I don't know, just yeah. So, there you go, everyone. Squash the myth.
2: There you go. Now, about that sex drive, though.
1: Is it up or down? Anyway. Alright, here we go. I told you. She be wanting <laughs> that black banana, dude. Whatever, dude. That's why she's like, I want to come in here and sit next to you. I don't know what I want to eat. As she's staring <laughs> at you with these like... Spit, don't swallow. Sparkling eyes that are just like... Mm. You can't even look at her right
0: now. <laughs> swallow, don't spit is what I meant to say. what we're talking about food
2: pickles
1: nuts pickles and nuts that's what she's craving right now they just so pickles happen to be nuts. yours
0: hey yo anyway um happy 60- 60th episode that's actually pretty good
1: yeah yeah so
0: um and we're just we're gonna making keep good progress, going, man yeah, we're gonna keep going. Why not, dude? We got to get a hundred. I
1: feel like we're getting on a roll. We're getting some more interaction on the websites, UnchurchPodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. We're getting some more, uh, some more action, pun intended, but not really on uh, Instagram. Our handle is at UnchurchPod, and uh, it's pretty Same cool, thing man. For
0: Twitter, yeah. Yeah, we got uh, we're we're doing some cool stuff. We're we're getting a lot of engagement. I appreciate it. My phone's been blowing up, for uh, you know, since we both have the social media shit on our phones. Um, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good. So, um, so yeah, happy sixtieth, dude. It's pretty awesome. I don't know if there's any really thing anything really special about sixty. I just. Appreciate getting this far Yeah So um, Well yeah So we've talked about poop We've talked about <laughs> farting We've talked about pregnancy cravings And I was not about to mansplain it Because I've never been pregnant And you know whatever Michael that's exactly
1: cra- what a man would say
0: Sure I
1: crave pizza every now and then If I'm breathing, I want pizza. That's why I'm fat. Yeah. I I promise you, Brooke's not here right now, or I would call her in here and we could have both the wives on. Mm -hmm. But she would totally back me up. Every time, every day, whatever. What do you want to do for lunch? What do you want to do for dinner? Do you want to go get something for breakfast? My answer is always pizza. pizza. Because America, bitch, we got fucking breakfast pizzas now we got <laughs> n- <laughs> lunch pizzas dinner pizzas fucking dessert pizzas hello right anyway just got really passionate about pizza yeah you did yo secret time secret time what- Shh. Secret time. so i we went to this uh i think it was a new year's party with some friends here right and we're just chilling, doing our thing, and we all brought a different pizza, frozen pizza, right? Yeah. And we played this game of where we blindfolded all the men, which was oh, me. Sounds
0: very very interesting. Go ahead. And
1: then we we all ate. Uh, it was like it was in between seven and ten. I don't remember now but different pizzas. Okay. And I was the only one to guess all of them correctly. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's something to brag about, but wow.
0: Wow. So there that's, you go. Uh, need some
1: pizza advice? Email me.
0: That's pretty good. You're a pizza connoisseur.
1: To be honest, I didn't even know that was going to happen, but as soon as I had tasted the pizza, I'm well, like, nope. Well, wait, it's that wait,
0: one. wait, wait. What did you think was going to happen when all the women blindfolded you?
1: No, I'm saying I didn't think I was going to get, like, <laughs> you know,
0: all of them right. All right. I know what well, I hoped what was going to happen when we were all blindfolded.
1: Stop. I'm kind of depressed that we weren't, like, hand-fed, you know what I mean? <laughs> The important things first Right So yeah Take that or leave that yeah, That's either cool or like Oh my god he's so disgusting But No I won that I, shit I, man
0: I'm actually impressed that you're a pizza connoisseur It's pretty impressive
1: Well that's my point I kind of impressed myself So that's why if I'm speaking About you know What's your favorite food? It's pizza bitch Don't even come at me
0: Yeah We have a friend that just went to National Coney Island for the first time in Detroit. So, that was interesting.
1: Yeah, how was the next 45 minutes of their life?
0: Shitty. But,
1: it's all good. Wait a second. Let's dissect this here for a second. Were you with them? Sure.
0: No, I was just following along on uh,
1: Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, did they go to Lafayette?
0: No, they just did National.
1: Well, that's dumb. You got to do both. Yeah. So,
0: anybody that comes to Detroit, you want to look us up, you actually have to do both. You got to do National, and you have to do Lafayette.
1: They're literally and neighbors. Um, like, you walk out one door, walk yeah, five you feet, and you next. go to the other one.
0: Right. And you have to be able to decide correctly which one is the better one. And we all from Detroit, know which one that is. Shout out. So, anyway, uh, 60th episode, dude. There's nothing special about 60, unless you're 60 years old.
1: In which case, congrats Uh, for making it that far. Congratulations. Good for you.
0: I'm Uh, a pizza connoisseur,
1: so I probably won't make it past 50. <laughs> sure you will. He died eating in a disjord now. <laughs> wasn't even his favorite. <laughs>
0: no, the wife has been eating that cauliflower uh, pizza, dude, that's like from the oven. What what is this? She's handing me her phone. Angel number sixty contains a mess contains a messages. What does the number 60 mean? I like that Angel pop number socket 60. though dude
1: That's on fire the number 60
0: means Angel number 60 <clears throat> contains the messages From your angels that your home And family will soon be blessed With financial security
1: Ooh, hey man I feel the spirit right now boy. And
0: harmonious relationships Oh
1: dude Ooh, this... I feel the ushering of his presence Coming upon me this is some
0: straight up, bougie ass tarot card shit. The website that this comes from is literally the secret of the tarot. Oh,
1: oh my are you lord! Me
0: this? The devil
1: hath deceived me. Why is my wife reading tarot cards now? Because she Prego, dude. She trying everything. She's just giving
0: me this stuff to read. Like sixty It's, it's all witchcraft. Oh, Away with you, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> Thou shall not live in this house I cast you out Literally In the name of Jesus you must go In
1: the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus
0: We have the Victory I'm
1: So glad. In the
0: name of Jesus In the name of Jesus So glad you came Satan me. will have to flee Tell me Who can stand us. Before can us When we call on that great name. I was just going
1: to do a little bit. You're doing the whole damn thing, bro. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, precious Jesus, we have the victory.
0: Okay, here it is. What is the biblical meaning of the number 60? The overall meaning of the number 60 is balanced home life and family relationships. Aww... The number 60 is a blend of the energies Okay, here we go We're going back into the new age The blend of the energies Of the number 6 and 0 This is some straight up Jewish mysticism right here Kabbalah The number 6 symbolizes home Family, balance, idealism And harmony and The number 0 symbolizes wholeness Infinity and potential Sean, you're a zero in my book.
1: <laughs> Selah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Dude, all right. the Bible should say when you're 60, you still got like 398 years to live. Yeah,
0: I suppose. I guess.
1: I, I don't even know anymore, dude. Because they all live that long. I
0: just... It's episode 60. It doesn't have to be anything deep.
1: No, here's what Um, I want to talk about. Let's just hard transition this shit.
0: Yeah, hard transition. What
1: are we talking about? I want to talk about, have you ever worked in... Nice. Have you ever worked in a customer service job? So, like, food, retail, phones, anywhere you had to work with people and, like, service them somehow? Uh, yeah. You don't, you had to think about it. <laughs> no,
0: um, so my first job, I, I, I went to this, uh, Ponderosa restaurant. You guys still got Ponderosa down there? Sorry, Wednesday
1: night ritual, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we
1: got a pondo here. Yeah. Shithole. So,
0: um, so so I, I I went there and I talked to the manager and did just like a like as soon as I came in, I'm like, look, dude, I need a job. I'm I'm sixteen years old, I need a job. So I wanna I wanna apply. The guy gave me an interview right away and um loved me right away and then hired me right on the spot. Okay? And, DeRosa, which I was I was it was ponderosa and I was very fortunate. Probably I feel like excited I was very fortunate someone
1: actually came to them.
0: <laughs> Come on, don't rag on me. So, <laughs> then he was like, "You got everything you need except for some uh all black gym shoes that you can work in because it gets slippery back in the kitchen, right? You need some good rubber soles and you can't wear dress shoes." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So, I went to the mall, Eastland Mall in Detroit, which is like on the verge of closing right now because it's it's just gone way downhill um but so i go to eastland and i go to Jarman shoes and i tell the guy there i say hey look i just had a job interview i got hired right on the spot i need some black shoes you know preferably like something like some rock porch or something that i can be comfortable in all day because i'm going to be working at this restaurant And this guy, he's from Jordan, a Jewish guy from Jordan, and uh, his name was Ramsey. And he fell in love with me instantly. And he was like, look, I'll sell you these shoes. But what I really want to do is offer you a job. (laughs) And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He's like, no, seriously, I, I want to offer you a job. I need some help here in this store. And instead of buying you or or you buying shoes from me, I'd rather you work for me. I was like, okay, bet. He paid me more money and I ended up getting that job. Nice. And that was my first job in customer service, if you will. Right. Dude talking about like old ladies coming in. This is when Eastland was still hot. You still, you had everybody coming in from Detroit. You had people coming in from the girls points, You know, all the little suburban areas, because it was the closest mall within, you know, 10 miles or five miles, whatever it was. Had a lot of people coming in there. And, uh, you know, old ladies with stockings on, wanting some gym shoes, like straight up taking a knee. Trying to turn me on? (laughs) You're stupid.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Got him. (laughs)
0: Pulling their shoes off their feet, putting new shoes on them, you know? Yeah, so yes. Customer service, dude. That's where I started. Retail. It's a little rough. Stop kissing your dog and do this podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, he's annoying me, so I figured I'd show him a little bit of attention and then he'd go on his way. Well, that's cool.
0: I'm sure he licked his uh, wiener and then, then he kissed your face. Well, How do you feel he, about that? He
1: is a wiener. He actually didn't oh kiss my. my face. You kissed him? Yeah, I kissed the side of his face. There was no tongue involved.
0: Because his tongue doesn't go to the side of his face?
1: No, not where I kissed it. You're fucking weird. <laughs> You're weird. Well, anyway, I worked in retail Kissing for... Dogs. Almost six years, and like... Right at the end of it, I was being offered my own store in new york to like manage it you know and be the store manager and blah 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 anyway and now i work at a coffee shop so i'm doing that whole thing and um which it's only a few days a week but i still have to deal with the general public and you know fucking sucks dude doesn't it (laughs) Yeah. Like, people suck. And this is kind of what I want to talk about. Yeah. Talk about it. Just like, Go for it. I feel like everyone should have to work customer service for at least a year at some point in their life so that they know how it feels to deal with, to wait on, and to communicate with people who are consuming whatever product that is being sold at an establishment. Because, like, like, I never really worked in the full-on restaurant, like, sit-down-at-a-table-I-wait-on-you kind of thing. But, like, you'll see when you're here, because I'm sure we'll go to the, the coffee house because it's the only one in, in town. Like, you order at the thing, then you go sit down, and then we'll bring you your stuff, and then that's it. You know what I mean? It, but it's not like a, I'm going to come check on you. It's like, okay, now that I dropped the shit off... You can tip us later, you cannot tip us, but we're going to go back here and do the whole thing over again. Yeah. And uh, so I can't even imagine working at like a full on like restaurant and waiting on people because I know how like annoying it is just doing what I do. You know what I mean? And it's honestly, sure. it's the same shit working like clothing stores or, you know, Best Buy or Whatever it is, you know, selling insurance, probably. I don't know. But it's just astounding to me how people change when there's like, when when they're shopping or they're consuming a product, whether it's food or, you know, a physical, like, I'm buying this camera. There's still dumbasses who have no fucking courtesy and they just piss you off. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, normally I would say that's a little harsh, but the fact is is that a lot of people can have an, an entitlement mentality where they're just like, you know, you work here, I don't. I don't have to work here, so I'm better than you. And they can be quite rude a lot of times and, and be quite mean.
1: Oh, yeah. Because um, it's almost you know, like a, I'm giving you my money. So you need sure. to wait on me, and it's like, yeah, well, you can still be a fucking regular person <laughs> like
0: yeah, exactly as if it's as if it's your place of business, right like you depend on them, you don't the business depends on them, but you don't necessarily have to um, you can always go leave and find another job you don't have to be treated in such a a, a poor manner um
1: yeah, but that's the caveat: is where are you going to go? If you're going to go in the same field, you're going to still deal with fucking general public. I suppose you're correct in that. Like in it's that it, it, in a different way, I guess. It's kind of like when you go to a concert, you know, like or a ball game. Like people treat the stadium or the event place like it's their fucking bathroom. But it's like <laughs> you would never do that in your home, probably. I'm assuming. Uh, Most people would not. I agree. But there's this like whole thing like because I I mean, I'm not going to say I've never been guilty of doing things, but like for the most part, like I throw my trash away. I don't pee on seats. I don't, you know, expect the world from this guy who's getting paid five dollars an hour to bring me a taco like I can get up and get my own fork. You know, I I don't know. It's just like, I push my chair in when I leave because I push my chair into my house. Like, I have to come and like push your chair in for you. And that's small. That's stupid small. But it just, anymore, it just pisses me off because I'm like, you can't fucking push your chair in. Really? (laughs) Like, do you have to leave all of these crumbs everywhere? Ooh. And then we get to... When people come with their little kids and they think it's the cutest thing, they're like goo-goo gaga, crumbs and shit and fucking piss and diapers and <laughs> dude, when they leave it's like, oh my god. It's like a fucking dump truck came in <clears throat> yeah. unloaded on this table and then pulled out. Like and you just walk away like, oh thanks for having us. It's been so fun. Like, bitch, I wanna come to your fucking house and just pee all over the place. And throw the table down and, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just pisses me off. Anyway, unless yeah. you have something to say.
0: I do. Okay. I, I, I totally get that, 100%. You know, I, I've i had kids come into the store when I was working there that just, like, they want to try on 12 pairs of shoes and they take all the shoes off the wall and they don't know any better. And they try to, you know, try on all the, the shoes on the wall <laughs> on top of asking for their own size. And it, it does. It can get quite annoying when you're trying to deal with the public. Um, I, I guess it is a really, really good exercise in patience, if nothing else. Just to put a positive spin on the rant. It is a huge exercise in patience. And you know what? The fact is, is that patience runs out. Especially when you got to deal with it for eight hours a day, you know? So I get it 100%. Thankfully, well, I take it back. I, I would say that no matter what job you're in, customer service is still what you do. Like I'm in engineering at Charity Motors. And Charity they,
1: Motors.
0: I, I'm telling you, dude. So you're, you have an end customer that's going to actually buy the, uh, the product. But while you're actually engineering and designing the product, you've got other customers that work for the same company. So I interface with body guys. I inter- interface with Ooh. guys that do the electrical. Yeah. <laughs> body guys you know body guys <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> ASMR <laughs> body guys body guys that love to rub the microphone anyway you know you 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 interface I interface with all these different commodities um, uh, parts of the vehicle that that I have to interface with in order to integrate a vehicle. So, you know, I guess stuff that touches everything. In the front mm-hmm. compartment, in the rear compartment, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> in the middle compartment, Damn. on the floor, on the roof.
1: It's all up in that mug.
0: It's a lot of responsibility. Bloody but I, you know, I'm I'm kind of thankful for my experience in retail. And that it it helped hone my skills in dealing with people, dealing with customers, you know. And and so, I, I guess eventually I I learned to see everybody
1: as a customer,
0: and the customer is always right until they're
1: fucking wrong, which is almost every time. I'm just jaded, yeah. man. I'm I'm jaded. Yeah, <clears throat> especially in this town, like. The ignorant level is just like, oh my god, what's a on macchiato? It's so good. Well, it's basically a latte upside down. <laughs> well, I think I think I might try that. I've never had one upside down before. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah. not even a thing. I'm just making fun of macchiatos because. I don't understand the point of a fucking macchiato Unless you just want to drink the espresso first And the milk last But anyway (laughs) Here's my thing That I kind of wanted to maybe get into And if it's stupid we can talk about something else But like What do you think Like can you picture Jesus Working In Some retail customer service job and like how would he ha- how would he act and like would he still be perfect after he worked five years in retail? I don't know. just wondering.
0: Well, it depends on if he had, if he shared the experience that you did.
1: Well, I'm sure he did because all people are the same.
0: No, Relative. I mean, like, in the uh, female store that you worked in. Oh, that everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was so comfortable with Sean coming in the room with them. Yeah, they were helping them try on
1: clothes. Hell yeah! Oh my God, sweetie, what are you like a four? And then they blush uh, like I'm a 6 I'm like, no, girl, I'll be right back. You just wait. I'll just throw it over the door. What well, can you? Because then you can just come. Yeah. In. Anyway, I'm not gonna go down there. Let's not go. <laughs> that is so awesome dude it's
0: the greatest thing in the world um no I, I think that, that Jesus would I mean obviously if he truly is a son of God he would practice the amount of patience required to be able to deal with people but I'm, I'm with your question I immediately start thinking about the money changers in the temple. And when he, 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 he went into the temple and he saw, when he was in Jerusalem, he saw the money changers and people that are just like, you know, exchange this for some money or exchange that. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you this fur. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. And, you know, he got to the point where he was so angry about it that he started throwing over the tables and, and and started whipping people and, and kicking people's ass out of the temple, you know? I don't know. I, I, I think that there's some balance in there. Like, yeah, you know, people can be uh, evil and mean or whatever. And you, you get to a point where you can take it. But there's some points where it's just so over the top. That you got to look at somebody and throw their coffee in their face. And I'd be totally fine with that. And support that 100%. Like if Jesus turned over tables, you should be able to throw coffee in somebody's face. That's so bad to say. (laughs) But seriously, that's how I feel, man. You know, I mean, we were talking earlier about that uh, Seinfeld episode where Elaine goes into the bagel shop or coffee shop or whatever it is and she says something off cuff to the guy and he was like no more bagels for you get out of my store I'm totally fine with that dude I'm totally fine with a person drawing a line and I don't think it's any less Christ like to draw a line and tell a person to fuck off than it is to just sit there and take it that's my personal opinion
1: sure and those You know, in my experience, those have been maybe three or four times. Generally speaking, though, it's just like, oh my god, you are such a fucking asshole. Like, you have no respect. You treat me like I'm your fucking slave for some reason. You know, and... I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know the answer because listen i wouldn't be able to be whipped with a cat of nine tails and spit on and humiliated and dragged through a freaking crowd of people mocking me with a big wooden cross on my shoulders and then nailed to the thing and still just being degraded and cursed at and you know like i i would have been like you know what i'm a son of god (laughs) y'all you motherfuckers thinking to be dead you want to see my power, bitch? Here it comes. Like, that's how I feel. So, obviously, right. I'm not Jesus. And I obviously know that, you know, his patience would abound, but... I don't know. I, I just but, like... But, no,
0: still, though, there's, there's something to, to say about boundaries, bro. Like, it's okay to, to, like, draw a line and be like, you know what? No, fuck this. This is unacceptable. That's totally fine. And... I I don't think that we need to just accept shit from people. You know? It it goes back to our confidence discussion that we had a couple episodes about. You know, it's it's Go. Cool. Um you know, when you're when you're confident in who you are, man, you don't have to be walked on. Yeah. It's just as simple. So and i and I think Jesus, if he was in retail, he'd be the same way. I mean, not necessarily to the point where he'll say, "Go fuck off." but um, I don't know, dude, I, I I think a lot of Christians are just weak and in, in that they they take that one scripture of just turning the other cheek, you know, if if somebody asks you to if you go one mile with somebody and they ask you to go two, then you go two. You know, I I understand the 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 necessity for, you know, giving, if you will. But <clears throat> excuse me. But the fact is, is that um, you got to draw the line somewhere, dude. You owe it to yourself to have some self respect, to be able to stand up and uh, and defend yourself. Yeah, I truly believe that one hundred percent. And I don't think enough people do it. You know, you're, you did a stint in Boston, right? Yeah, I fucking did. And they are some hostile people. <laughs> <laughs> they can be some hostile people. They're
1: a little anxious and blunt In
0: Boston. You know. Right. Uh, there's a reason for that, you know, because if you don't develop thick skin, then you get mulled over. Yeah. You know, I'm from Detroit, man. I'm from the D. And so it's like, dude, if you don't. I, I remember being in an elementary school and um, my best friend in middle school in, in elementary school, my best friend in elementary school, his name was Marshall, which is a very, very cool name um I got to pause I have to three two three two one,
1: one. hey there listeners just want to talk to you for a few seconds about hotmiccity.com hotmic city is a detroit-based voiceover production house with full-service solutions from writing to recording and mixing and mastering with one simple focus, and that is to give you a voice to your next project. So maybe you own a small business, or maybe you own a big business, and you're looking to do some voiceovers for radio spots. Uh, Maybe you're doing some video work, you need some nice voiceover to underlay on that. Hot Mic City is the place for you. Using studio quality equipment and professional editing software, Hot Mic City is perfect for your next project. But don't take my word for it take a little listen to this demo welcome to commercial sales this course is part of a series of courses developed to build
0: outside smooth jazz 105.9 fm the radio station designed for people like you live stream each sunday at 10 a.m and 7 p.m at ecclive.com while it may be hard to believe it's right in your own backyard Roughly 5 million Americans don't even... And Pace offers awesome scholarship and internships. Pace University. Success starts here.
1: And there you have it. Head over to hotmikecity.com. That's H-O-T-M-I-K-E-C-I-T-Y.com. And give a voice to your next project. So... You were about to tell a story about Mark or something?
0: Marshall. So we were talking about, you know, just how, you know, sometimes you, you got to get aggressive. And, and a lot of like the people from Boston, I started off saying are are quite aggressive because you can't, you know, just like get pushed over, you know. And I remember, you know, in elementary school, my best friend from elementary school, his name is Marshall.
1: Mathers. You know, we
0: had a really good friendship. huh Mathers. <laughs> yeah you're
1: from detroit so Uh-oh. just clarify
0: <laughs> not the same guy <laughs> but we got into it man because i don't even remember what we got into it over but you know he started whopping me in the head i banged his head against the the uh lockers a couple of times and you know we had a good fight and uh which is really aggressive for elementary school students but it's it what we did we we fought like cats and dogs, you know, from the classroom to the hallway. Um, but afterwards there was a mutual respect between the two of us because the, the fact is is that you can't be a pushover. That's all I was really trying to get to. I mean, secret time.
1: Secret time secret time Shh.
0: I had to go back a few minutes and listen to what we were talking about in order to get back to my story. But, um, you know, I don't know, man, you know, when it, when it comes down to retail and dealing with people, dealing with the public, I really do think that Jesus would be patient, but I think that Jesus would have a limit to where he's just like, all right, patience is done. Now his son whoops some ass." And I think that that's okay. Yeah. I think that's the real point of what we were, uh, at least I was trying to get to. Sure. So, um, well, I
1: think hidden, people hidden in this conversation is, you know, first off, it's America. So the customer is always right, even when they're not right. But like, yeah. they're not right several times. And it's, you still have to give them service and make them happy, you know. And in that means you have to not show how you're feeling or what you would. Typically say because you have a job to keep and you have a product to sell and when you sell that product and you give the customer service, you're keeping your job. So if you know if you go into your job tomorrow and you're like the first guy who's wrong <clears throat> ends being an asshole about it because it's gonna happen, and you're like, you know what? Fuck you, motherfucker. Like you're wrong, and here's <laughs> fucking why. I've worked here. I work here now. You think I don't fucking know my policies? You think I don't know my menu? You think I don't fucking know, like, how to do my job? Fuck you. You're wrong. So, no, I can't do that for you. If you do that, you're going to get fired. You know?
0: No doubt about it. Um, In a heartbeat.
1: But where was I going with that?
0: Like. So, so, So tell me, what is the most annoying thing that a person can do to you? Now? and uh... Yeah, now. Like, in the, in the, in the little job... The, the, the job that you're doing right now...
1: The most annoying, um, I think, is just... Lazy ignorance. Whether you come through the drive-thru, because we have that, or you come inside, and you want to talk to me, but you know nothing, and you don't want to pick up a menu, and you don't want to use your fucking brain... You just expect me to, like, order for you? Like, that's not how that works. What's your favorite? Yeah. What's the fucking matter what my favorite is? You don't even know what I like. <laughs> <We don't, laughs> I've never <laughs> seen you in my fucking life. Like, you might like spicy stuff, and I hate spicy stuff. Or vice versa. Or, like, I don't like flavors. So, like, oh, what's your favorite flavor? I always say... You're asking the wrong guy. I like coffee. I want espresso straight up, or I want coffee straight up. And I'll put shit in it. Oh. And they just stare at you like you're a fucking idiot. And it's like, how have you never been to a coffee shop? And you're like, clearly my age. Just fucking order a coffee, dude. Like, what the hell do you like? I I can't tell you what you like. (laughs) Because if I do, here's what's going to happen. You're going to order it. You're not going to like it. And then you're going to come to me and be like unhappy and want a new drink. Sure. And it's like, I'm not buying you a fault. drink because you fucking put your dependence on what you want to intake on me. That's your fault, motherfucker. And I'm not right or I'm not wrong. You are. So fuck off. Don't come at me. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. No, I get that completely. It's hard,
1: though, to narrow down my my biggest pet peeve. Because I hate people that come through the drive-thru and are like, do you guys serve breakfast? Yep. Well, what do you serve? (laughs) Breakfast food, motherfucker. What do you eat for breakfast? Eggs, bacon, (laughs) sausage, biscuits, toast. Like, come on now. You never had fucking breakfast in your life and you're driving through? Like, I understand you're trying to be, like, lazy because you can't get out of your fucking car and walk 12 feet to come inside and pick up a goddamn menu. So, yeah, you know what? I got a line. There's a line inside, a line outside, and there's someone calling on the phone for an order. But let me, by all means, explain my entire fucking breakfast menu to you. Like, you've never heard of breakfast before. That's another big pet peeve of mine. Because to me, it's like, you're just being lazy as shit, dude. Like, you're literally sitting in your car asking me to recite something that you should already honestly know like oh well for breakfast we have calamari we have fried steak uh fried chicken we also do some nice burgers we have some linguine it's fucking breakfast dude fuck off (laughs) my third biggest pet peeve is we cook stuff to order okay we're not mcdonald's we're at the bk lounge we're not KF fucking C.
0: <laughs>
1: like, you want biscuits and gravy with sausage? We have to cook all of it. It's, I mean, obviously, except for the biscuit, because biscuits are already made, but like, it's gonna take, you know, a few minutes. So, like, you don't just pull up to the window, order, pay, and then here's your fucking pre made nasty shit. Like, no, this is a coffee house. Like, we make everything. So if you want to complain that it's taken 10 minutes and it only should have taken three minutes, fuck you, you lazy motherfucker sitting in your car at a goddamn window expecting McDonald's treatment. <laughs> uh, anyway. Tell,
0: tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm just starting, bro. Episode 16. I'm just starting.
1: Episode 16. Dude, I can't, on, I can't dude. stand it. Like, <clears throat> the way people treat you, it's like, it literally, that's why I prefaced this whole thing by saying everyone in America should have to do, like, a mandatory one year in customer service, like, maybe right after high school, and then you can go do whatever the fuck you want. Go to college, work on your dad's farm be a bum and smoke meth and do nothing with your life, but you have to at least experience. Oh oh my God. Like, well, it's a real thing. That's what people do. But you know what I'm saying? Like people should have to legitimately go through servicing other people so that maybe years down the road, people will treat people with dignity and like common sense. You know what I mean?
0: I do completely know exactly what you mean. You know that, like in Israel you have to serve or no i think italy is the same thing no i'm no not italy but israel for sure in a lot of countries over over there and um in the europe area you have to um serve in the military for at least one year you know yeah to, and so, I mean, you, you got to learn how to serve people. You got to learn how to be selfless and blah, 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 blah. It's part of their, cont- their uh, culture, their culture. I don't have any problem with that. Um, I would say send them to the military. One of the branches of the military before I say send, send them to uh, customer service duty. I think most people do that on their own, you know, regardless. So I don't know, man. <coughs> I don't know, there's gotta be some stat out there like, to say Even the, simple, you
1: know, the simplicity of like You just ate your food And you left your plate and your fork And your napkins And your nasty cup With your straw laying on the fucking table Cause you're an animal Who takes their straw out of their cup and leaves it on the fucking table? Why is that even a thing? Now I have to pick up the straw that was in your mouth Sucking all the shit And eating all the food Like Yeah Yeah uh, I just don't, it doesn't register to me because to me. And
0: you still don't get a tip after
1: that. Yeah. Well, those are usually the people who never tip. And like I've said on here before, Christian people are the worst. Yeah. Because they just expect the, um, can I get more butter? And then you come back with more butter.
0: Search out of God. And
1: then, um, can I get more water? And then, um, we need more napkins. We didn't get that many. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well bitch you can fucking get your ass up and walk five feet and get a napkin Like they're, they're right here there's a whole entire bar where you can come up and get condiments and fucking stirrers and creamers and napkins and straw but no you can't do that you're fucking more important than me your time is more valuable than me and I'm your peon little ass motherfucker like slave who should just oh yes I'm asked should I bring five or seven I don't want to do you wrong so that you can leave me fucking 12 cents with your table of 30 people because you're doing a fucking Bible study. No, fuck you and fuck the Jesus that you think you're serving because you're not being the servant that you, you're you literally sitting there supposedly reading about. And then what do Christians or non-Christians think? Hmm. I can tell you, this is what they think. Christian fucking people are the worst to wait on and tip it's proven someone do a fucking study one of these big ass colleges with all your money do a study on it guarantee you I'm right that's shitty man
0: yeah we have a lot of colleges that listen so for all our college listeners that are out there <laughs> our Ivy League schools that have the money to, to uh, do studies on On a customer service. Go ahead and do one.
1: Yeah. Find a grant. Make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, I sound super pissed off. I'm really not that angry. It just frustrates me. You know, I realize I get paid and it's my job, but I I just don't understand the, the inconsiderate, selfish, just nasty. And when I say nasty, I mean like, I'm cleaning up where you ate. Like, who wants to do that? Yeah. Just leave it sort of tidy. If we could even start there.
0: (laughs) Sure. No, I get that 100%. You know, uh, people can be pigs. You know, I I get that. I just, uh, you know, just bringing it back. I just think that, uh, you know, the Christian response would be to to see it as a as a point of you know stretching in your patience, but I'm of the opinion that your patience can run out because nobody's perfect. Pobody's perfect, and uh, you know, give an opportun it gives you an opportunity to actually voice, you know, speak up and say, you know, this is some BS and you need to do something about it. What? But still do it in a nice, loving way. If you can.
1: Yeah, and that's... I mean, how many times do people in customer service show what Christians should show all the time or as much as we can? And being a non-believer or not in that position at said job, isn't it grace that like... or, Or maybe it's not, I don't know. This is a question I'm exploring a thought, but like... You know, let's say I'm I'm an atheist, and someone at work is like just being an ass, and like, cause you know, there's taking advantage. Yeah, there's those people who like just don't fucking care, and they're pricks. And you're like, my god, you're such a horrible person. Like, why are you sure. like that way? Like, you're just ordering a coffee. Get over life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we sit there. And we just show kindness and smile and like, oh, is there anything else I can get you? I can guarantee you, if someone's treating me like a shithead, the last thing I want to ask them is, is there anything else I could get you? <laughs> so it's kind of a weird, like, like, is that a parallel to grace? And I understand there's motive and there's incentive because you're getting paid and you need to live. And- you got bills and blah 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 blah, but like seriously, you know, like I don't know, am I looking too far into this thing like no
0: i i I know, I get you, I hear you one hundred percent the the uh you know, as far as grace is concerned, yeah, I mean, you're giving somebody something that they don't deserve, so yeah, there's grace in it, um, but you know some people just trample on that grace you know it's like cast it's like the scripture says, casting your pearls before swine you know uh, it's 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 hard to continuously give people what they don't deserve um, so I'm with you there yeah, They're very difficult
1: I don't know if it makes for good podcasting, but maybe I just wanted to vent a little.
0: And it's good to me. It's episode 60. We should be able to vent.
1: Yeah, man. For sure. And and I still stand by, like, if you have a kid who's a teen, do them a favor and force them to work at a customer service job, even for six months. Just, like, let them experience having to wait on someone else who's a douche, because it'll definitely happen.
0: I'll do one even better. Do me, then. If you if you drink and you smoke at home, you can have your kids go get you another beer. <laughs> have your kid go get you another cigar out the humidor. How's that the same? You know? <laughs> you can have a bunch of friends over and everybody's drinking and smoking and having a good time. And you have your kid go get grab all the beers and go refill the glasses.
1: <laughs> Wait right? on you.
0: And then at the end, at the end, all your friends can leave a tip for your kid that was being such a good host or hostess. There you go. No, that's a terrible idea. My wife would hate it. Yeah. I'd still do it, though. I still tell Micah. Uh, uh, if we're chilling outside, whatever, hanging out, hey, hey buddy, go downstairs and grab Daddy another beer. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think so. Uh-uh. And then
1: I'll <clears throat> buy him a new pair of shoes or something. I mean that's a massive trade-off, but okay. <laughs> Bring me this thing I already purchased, but I'm too lazy to go get, and I will spend a hundred dollars on you. <laughs> I'll bring you four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or just leave a tip on the table. All right, buddy, here's your tip. You took care of Dad all night long. Good job.
1: Save that quarter. There's more where it came from. (laughs) It's all good.
0: All right, you want to put a ball on it? Sure. Let's wrap it up. All right. We're going to wrap it up. All right, so listen, hey, listen, uh, we need you to help us, you listeners out there that enjoy this podcast, share us, like us, um, drop a comment, and, uh, you know, help us grow the audience. We love you long time.
1: We love you so long. (laughs) But only if you like, subscribe, and leave a five-star rating there you go all right so you have your action item i'm just kidding all right brother leave us a tip too we like tips
0: just the tip
1: (laughs) just the tip (laughs) stupid all right peace peace
0: hey everybody it's laurel the self-appointed fan club president You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.